0: everyone and welcome to another episode of The Never Games. My name is Trevor. I am the former leader of the now defunct blue team and I have officially announced that I am running as pre- for president of the red team. I am the CFO, the CEO, and the head of Central American Operations.
1: And my name is Noel McInnes. I am the world's most... F- nope, do that again. I, I, I gotta think of something this time. <laughs> That's
0: staying in. Uh, nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my name is Noel McInnes. I am the world's most... F- uh, world's most... F- uh, four leading? World's foremost. leading expert. Foremost leading. World's... F-
0: world's and foremost. Name- world's All right, take three. wheeler. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and my
1: name is Noel McInnes. I am the world's... Foremost leading expert in North American snails. And thank you again. (laughs) Thank you once again for joining us. It took you four tries to get that out. (laughs) Dude, man, words are tough. (laughs) And and thank you for joining us once again as we help to add a little zing to your aunt's cookout by splashing some of that hot, hot red sauce known as podcasts. (laughs) And today is a very special episode as we have our first repeating co host. Trevor, who is with us today?
0: Uh, we have got. <laughs> it's not chance. Yeah, I ever. almost ran with. I almost was just like, "Fuck, I'm going for it." The chance for everything. <laughs> now we have Mr. Tom O'Brien. You may recognize him from episode number two, where he actually took over the podcast. Unfortunately. He fell behind on uh, organizing episodes. uh, Noel and I have been doing that for him in his stead. But he managed to make it today. Tom, welcome.
2: Thanks for having me back, guys. I'm happy to be the first repeat uh, co-host that this uh, amazing podcast has ever had. And I'll just let you know, I'm going for the three-peat. Three-peat?
1: Well, hey, oh come on, come on, let's let's pump the brakes. You still got like an hour left to show. <laughs> Anything could happen.
0: Well, uh, uh, what what's what's yeah. up? Guys? <laughs> what have you been into? <laughs> yeah. I uh I just ate an entire DiGiorno pizza, like right before this. So, uh, I I'm not feeling great. Um, I looked at the box after. I finished it, and yeah, that was a mistake, <laughs> Ooh, buddy. <laughs> um, serving is 320 calories, and it's six servings in a pizza, which means I I think I hit just about 2,000 calories for dinner.
2: That's a uh, that's a daily's calorie. Now,
1: Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, did you did you try and at least just maximize your your pain with Did you get the the stuffed crust?
0: I did not get the stuffed crust. They they oh, don't have man, that at that's my just, local grocer.
1: Oh, you see, I used to do that back when I was just such a like the biggest garbage person, and I would get the stuffed crust, but I would get it for the stuffed crust, and like <laughs> the pizza itself is just
2: garbage. But I got to the crust, and it's just. I think that the one of the worst things you can discover coming home from the grocery store is that you bought something that is stuffed that was not you were not intending to be stuffed. i uh, i I, I disagree i feel like that's just a um that's some icing on the cake i one time stuffed with icing i one time came home with a package of hot dogs that i discovered were stuffed with cheese oh god yeah proving my (laughs) point even more that's that's
1: amazing
2: uh that was not something i was excited to be surprised by (laughs) when i took my first bite of hot dog (laughs) Like, I was already having a low week buying hot dogs.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. No, hot dogs are the bee's knees. Oh, Tom, remember
0: when we were living together and I had pasta with hot dogs, like, three or four times a week?
2: I remember... I'm not sure if you're referencing college or living in Chicago, but... (laughs) No, this is
0: adulthood. This is... Yeah. 25 years old. I was doing this.
2: I I also remember that you used to uh, eat your pasta out of a big metal mixing bowl because the regular bowls weren't big enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Was it cooked at least? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The only thing that Trevor cooked. So, (laughs) there was three of us that lived in the apartment, and uh, we... Me and Allison did the weekly shopping and did most of the cooking. And Trevor just ate dinner every day uh, until finally we were like, okay, you have to start cooking at least one meal a week. Uh, so we had to teach Trevor how to cook more things because I had never cooked. It was just like every week. It was. Basement.
0: I had never cooked a meal in my life. I'd never done a chore in my life.
2: I could tell. <laughs>
1: So so remember Tom last episode how I was saying there there are two eras of Trevor um, pre Fiona and post Fiona it is now pre Tom and post
2: Tom I'm glad that that, uh, that difference has been recognized Yeah that that
1: I, <laughs> I feel like culturally you have more influence on Trevor than Fiona does right now from from a person halfway across the country viewing in on y'all once every week <laughs> Um
0: yeah I am you, a terrible you, roommate and, uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wanted me to move to Chicago and live with you for so much. You should for like for so You long. still should move to Chicago. I don't. know. I've had roommates where um, the one of my more uh, previous roommates. I would walk in with him when we were like hanging out. He would get a piece of mail, open up the mail, and I could just see him just all right tears the envelope, leaves it on the floor, tears off the packaging, and you could just see a trail up to his bedroom <laughs> of just. Of just old, old male fixins, uh. and <laughs> that is that is clenching. Like the one, the one knock that I have against myself is like I hate doing dishes, and I'll leave dishes for a few days, but like beyond that, yeah, yeah that that's something that where like it kind of gets to me also. Um, but everything else, I feel like this is weird talking about, talking about myself as a roommate, but <laughs> I feel like I'm doing good. That's that's a big knock though, but everything else is fine tom how are you yeah do you have a roommate
2: (laughs) well i live with my girlfriend
1: uh i I don't know i was just trying to do a do a do a clever segue uh,
2: very
0: clever very unique
2: this is what i'm here for uh yeah i think i'm a pretty good roommate i don't know like i feel like i'm not allowed to judge myself as a roommate but uh Fortunately, I do know one person who can judge me as a roommate, and he's right here on this podcast. Uh, Ladies like, and gentlemen, um, we actually have a
1: connection. It is Chancellor Rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Tom is um, great
0: as a roommate. As as he said before, they would shop and cook and. They... <laughs> yeah. Honestly, sort and of. Sort I would of wake up at two thirty in the afternoon and. You know, oh I'd be hungry God. by the time dinner was done, and then I'd go out and get back at four. And
2: <laughs> I, I will say, however, uh, Trevor Trevor is a good roommate, because one time we were like, oh, we have a flight leaving from O'Hare at 5 a.m., and Trevor was like, okay, I'll get up at 3.30 with you and drive you to the airport. <laughs> okay, was... that... I do what it adds a
1: lo- that adds a <laughs> lot of points.
2: Doesn't it? I don't know what he yeah, did with my really car does. for the week that I was gone, but <laughs> <laughs> the odometer was so different. <laughs>
0: How many <laughs> thousand miles did you drive? What were you doing? <laughs> and not only that, I became Trevor an Uber driver for that weekend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Trevor didn't take any change from your from your thing, but he added so fucking many pennies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, the entire the passenger ashtray seat is just <laughs> full of pennies. <laughs> The the passenger's seat is just pennies now.
0: And the thing is, all it... of them were new; they were all twenty twenty <laughs> pennies. I don't know.
2: <laughs> uh, one of my my, one of my favorite other things, think, just thinking about being in a car with Trevor, was that we were we one weekend we were like, oh, we're going to a comics convention in St. Louis. It's an eight hour <laughs> drive, uh, and like we're gonna be gone all weekend, and we were like packing up the car on friday to leave and trevor was just like hey can i come with you we we're like all <laughs> right popped <laughs> in the car <laughs> drove to so, st louis so, with us <laughs> so what do you do for lodging he well we were staying with a, a friend like a friend of a friend and we showed up with trevor <laughs> like called them on the way there <laughs> i like, sure i was offered a couch
0: first i think i was offered a couch if if i wanted to join
2: yeah i think uh so- trevor slept with two cats that entire weekend but That's did good. not oh, want to come yeah did not want to come to the comics convention with us so he just wandered around st louis
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it
2: was great i had a lot of fun
1: <laughs> the journey is the de- the destination for trevor um so trevor besides eating a pizza what have you done this past week
0: um, I was the uh, the best man in a wedding on uh, Oh, dude,
1: Sat- you got to spill your guts about that. That I want to hear so much about. Uh,
0: well, it started off, got to the church. Um, there was another wedding right before. The whole thing was kind of thrown together. Um, so it was like they didn't know what church they were getting married in until Thursday. Jeez. Oh, yeah. So oh Saturday God. comes around, and uh, we show up, and there's another – wedding like just barely making their way out the door when we were supposed to be like starting so we were just like standing around for like 20 minutes and eventually like the uh the deacon who married them was like okay we can we can go in the side door i think and we walked in and everybody's like moving around getting set up and all of a sudden eric and i are standing off to the side of the uh the stage or whatever it's called in a church and a, a nun comes up behind us and just goes you're late (laughs) and i read it i read it as facetious and i was like yeah what are you gonna do and she just goes you're late we have a service coming in 45 minutes and i was like uh uh, sorry there was another way (laughs) like we were sitting there and we were like oh Oh but what do we what do we even say to her and like she was just like staring at us it wasn't like a comment and then leave it was like a comment and then stare at us.
2: She was waiting she, for your response. She wants to know.
1: And then she she never moved from that position and kept staring at you for the whole
2: ceremony. Just standing next to the groom, tapping her, her watch, like, let's go, let's go. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Just getting her yardstick out, just, just being so menacing. <laughs> My dad told me a story one time about uh, he went to Catholic school and, uh, you know, back in the, back in the day when the nuns would hit you with the yardstick or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, he, he, I don't remember what he said he did, but, uh, the nun hit him so hard that, uh, his mouth bled Ooh. and he got like blood on his <laughs> collar and he, uh, he went home and he was, he tried really hard to get that blood out. Cause he knew that, uh, his mom wasn't going to be mad that there was like, he'd gotten blood on him or whatever. She was gonna be mad that he had done something so bad that a nun hit him hard enough to bleed. <laughs> oh God! I'm uh, so glad. World's
1: great, World's greatest religion. Everyone. Yeah.
2: I
0: I everyone. am so glad to have been born when I was born. I've thought about this a lot of times. Like we we made it past at least most people our generation made it past the the era of like you know if a kid does something wrong you hit him. and then. Going through school, the internet came out, so our teachers didn't understand the internet. We did, so we could just get all of our stuff done through the internet. That lasted through college before they realized that like, Wikipedia gives you all the answers. Uh, most of my jobs yeah, have I've... been just like, I know the internet and my boss doesn't.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be fair, like I agree with that, but I also feel that New England's um, where we're all... Tom, are you originally from New England, at least? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, New England, um, where we're all from, and Massachusetts especially. Yeah. I don't know why, because I've never really traveled that much, um, you know, intercontinental, but I feel like Massachusetts is an insanely, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, gated community, where Yeah. a lot of the things that we expect, um, just because it's our, our daily form of life in Massachusetts, is so different from much of the country yeah that's um, that's for sure uh and especially trevor and tom since you guys lived both out west for for a little bit is are, are you are you seeing or have you seen the the opposite effect where like people are doing something so radical where they think is is sort of the norm a great question for a comedy
2: podcast go <laughs> um I do remember that the thing that really blew my mind when I first moved to Chicago, because Chicago was the first time I had lived outside of New England, was, uh, we moved to Chicago in July and we, um, you know, had been going about our business or whatever and come like October, <laughs> some of the leaves <laughs> on the trees started to change colors and both Trevor and I were like, on the same day, what? totally separately,
0: we came up to each other
2: <laughs> we were like people always talk about leaves changing and being really pretty in like massachusetts and berkshire county and like new england yeah what do leaves do everywhere else in the world <laughs> like, yeah.
0: i so if, like, the way i realized what? was i said to somebody else like oh yeah right around this time in new england the leaves start changing colors and she was just like, uh, yeah, they do that everywhere. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought we were special. <laughs> you fucking idiot. And I ran home. Well, I, 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 I ran home to Tom. And I was like, Tom, <laughs> did you know? And he was like, I just said to Allison. Like,
2: uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know that the James well, here. Well, I i was on a I was on a train and i looked out the window and i was like oh that tree's a really beautiful shade of orange and i was like wait a second if that tree's a beautiful shade of orange <laughs> then why the fuck is where i come yeah. from special
0: oh man that's great oh yeah fuck. <laughs> so See you know
1: massachusetts hoarding their colors <laughs> um, just lying to the children yeah, no we're that...
0: special our trees are different
1: yeah, she is. All right. So, yeah. What what have I been do? Oh, I got a... Master Angler Watch 2020. So far, I have caught six fish. six. Uh, so so that's my new bit, Master Angler Watch 2020. Um, Stay tuned next week to see if that number goes higher or lower than now. Um, Wait, yeah, how could it go lower? Yeah, well, <laughs> we raised that question last yeah. week, and well, I was cooking I... one
0: of them. Turns out, it's a boot.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I know so little about fishing. I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting for anything to happen. Um, so yeah, um, uh, this past, I think it was Sunday, was just doing a solo fishing trip to my local uh, pond. Caught five in like two hours. Wow, um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Had to release them I still don't know how to, like, kill a fish yet. <laughs> Despite being the the fake uh, cabin mountain man I,
2: I pretend to be, I, I don't know how to kill a fish, which is weird. I
0: don't know. Um, Knife works.
1: Yeah, five. Where,
2: pretty where much it? the same. I think it's probably pretty much the same way you'd kill anything yeah. else.
0: Yeah. Like... I mean, it, it was already <laughs>
2: flapping around with a hook in its mouth, so I was like, all right,
1: well, gotta get the hook out. And then I released it and it was like, man, I could have eaten it. <laughs> so, so next week I will try to eat a fish, hopefully killed and
2: cooked. But
0: stay tuned,
2: <laughs> Angler Watch
1: 2020.
2: Be careful um, where you catch that fish from before yeah. you eat
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been doing it at a uh, nature preserve, so it's been it's been fine <laughs> so far.
2: It it might be illegal to take those fish then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they never really talked about that. They said it was legal to fish, but they didn't really say if it was. It uh, might be
2: c- catch and release, sir. Well,
1: we'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't think I've really seen anybody else there, so <laughs> tune in next week for Bail Noel Out 2020. <laughs> um, this is right, like the so third time
0: is... Noel that you've like uh, perjured yourself on the podcast.
1: Yeah, but the um, the statute of limitations is only like four days, so we're good. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, so the,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, shall we get to the show?
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's let's play a game. Tom,
1: do you want to go first or shall I?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll go first. Okay. So this is a game that I uh, I've been playing since I was a little kid, um, and then have like I've played a whole bunch since. Uh, it's called uh, Minute Mysteries. All right. Um, so the the way it functions is I'm gonna. Give you a problem with a with some clues built into the way it's described, oh. and you guys can only ask me yes or no questions. So it's very similar to Twenty Questions Fuck, in that respect. Tom,
1: you always come you always come with us with the best games. I love this.
2: <laughs> and you guys have to try and solve like the riddle to the the thing that I've proposed. So it's right. that classic thing of like, uh, you know, this is the one that everybody knows is like uh, detectives come into a room. All the doors have been, like, locked, and the windows are sealed from the inside. The guy has hung himself. There's no furniture nearby, but there's a puddle of water on the floor. Yeah. And you have to figure out that he, like, stood on a block of ice. He drowned himself first. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> block block of ice. Oh, All right, so man, this is so juicy, Tom. I can't wait. So, uh, minute, minute mystery number one. Uh, a room, A woman leaves her friend's room and pushes the button for the elevator. The doors open partway, and she realizes that her friend has died. What happened?
0: Wait, can you say that again?
2: Sure. Uh, A woman leaves her friend's room and pushes the button for the elevator. The doors open partway and then stop, and she realizes her friend has died.
1: A woman leaves her friend's room to go to the elevator. Mm Mm-hmm. Was there was there a small sticky note in the back of the elevator that said your friend's dead?
2: <laughs> no, there <Okay>. wasn't. <laughs> um. So she's she's visiting her friend. Yeah. She, she leaves her friend's room, goes to the elevator, presses the button to call that elevator. The elevator shows up. The doors start to open. They stop midway, and she realizes her friend is dead.
0: I mean, if the friend is dead in the elevator like she would realize it when they open halfway
2: <laughs> no, no her friend her friend was in her friend's room in the room like she had been in the room or like
1: the, the the only thing i can immediately think of is that the friend's room is right next to the elevator the elevator has like a razor blade on the door so it just automatically slices through the wall whenever it opens <laughs> a little bit <laughs> but that's a lot that's um... probably not right
2: it's not. That okay. is not right. <laughs> yeah. This is a reasonable situation. I will say that it's not like. See,
1: usually when I'm watching cop shows like Bones, or <laughs> or, 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 or Brooklyn Nine Nine, it's like I I get the thing Like I get like I feel like I would be good at this, but just for the this reason is... like I'm I'm not coming up with anything right now is is
2: making me me shudder that entire entire idea. So this. This is an aside. This was going to be my joke for the week before Trevor said that there was no jokes about how, like, wor- every time you watch a detective show, the world's greatest detective is just doing very basic police work. Like, <laughs> I took, I had the thought to look up who owned the building that the like, the, uh, the, the abandoned warehouse that the like person was killed in. Yeah, I, I, will, like... I will give you that. It is very rudimentary
1: work. Um, also, I feel like any like. Winning detective on any show like that is like one eighth a stoner or something like that. I was like, Whoa, I just came out. I'm not even wearing like a suit and tie, I'm just doing my own thing, right? I left the burrito
2: shop and it hit me. Yeah. <laughs> All the victims are left handed. Allow me to crazy. use some crazy conclusion to jump to from that.
0: <laughs> okay, I've got an idea on this one. Is it is it All because right. there's mirrors on the other wall of the elevator that she's like seeing the reflection behind her is
2: now dead? That's a good thought, but no. Uh, so, the way that the, so this game is, is structured like 20 questions where you're supposed to ask oh. me like simple questions. You're not supposed to just be like, okay, I figured the whole thing <laughs> out. But you could ask me simple questions like yes okay, or no question. Was the friend dead so-
0: before she left the room? No.
1: How many questions do we have left? As, as
0: many as you need. Oh no. <laughs> we got this, Noel. We're we're gonna we're gonna solve this.
2: Alright, I'll say I'm gonna say ten. You get ten questions total, nine left, for the sake of priority. Uh, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so we know that the friend was in the room. Do, does the person know that the friend is dead because she's seeing it?
1: No. Is the person Is the act of the door of the the elevator opening, the cause of the death?
2: No. Let me let me read it okay. to you one more time. Yeah, keep that going. Okay, a woman leaves her friend's room and pushes the door for the elevator, or pushes the button for the elevator. The doors open part way and then stopped, and she knew that her friend was dead. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. Hold on.
0: Does it, does it have something to do with electricity?
2: Yes, it does. Was she electrocuted?
0: Oh, okay. I get it. No. <laughs> um. So the, the friend was on life support, and the electricity to the building oh, cut, and that's why the doors stopped opening.
2: Yes. yes. That is absolutely yes. right, Trevor. Good job. Ba, ba, ba,
1: ba, ba, ba. Trevor wins the contest.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. I think we get it now. <laughs> yeah. See how it works. Do you have any um, ones with...
1: um? Of glass shattering on the inside rather than the outside, because I'm really good at that.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I I don't think that I do. Okay. <laughs> that was in a lot of highlights magazines.
0: You can just add broken glass into any of the stories. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, a body is found out in the middle of a field with a ring on its finger. How did he die?
1: Well, it's the the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. Am I right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. Uh, you can you can feel free to edit that out. Trevor.
0: <laughs> so it's just a body so, in a field with a ring.
1: Can you yeah? Can you uh, reread that?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, uh, a body is found in the middle of a field. With a ring on its finger, how did he die?
0: Who found the body? That's not yes or no. Um.
1: <laughs> so who did it? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's not a red wedding ring because you just said ring. That's that's being. Oh, I know uh, it.
0: <laughs> I know the answer. Oh.
1: Are you? Are, uh, you uh, are Trevor? Are you looking these up?
0: No. Um, um, whoa, so whoa, here's. Yeah. What you got? So my guess is, um, the ring is not like a wedding ring. It's the loop that you pull when you pull a parachute, but it like snapped off.
1: Okay. And then they just landed in the field. I, I am going to say the same thing, except it's not that. It is. Um, it's a pin. <laughs> on say a, the same thing, but si- uh, same, no. Similar but different.
2: Uh, it is the pin on a grenade. Uh, Trevor is correct. Uh... Uh, which really makes me think he's looking these up. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Trevor, Ten. I didn't even
1: know they, Look. The, the the rip cords on parachutes came with rings. Didn't How did lie. you know that? I don't know. Body I in a field. How does like body a body get to a field? People go to fields,
2: Trevor. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, this is one specifically for you, Noel. Uh, two bodies are lying in a puddle of water, and there is broken glass all about. <laughs> How did they die?
1: Two bodies puddle of water broken glass yes is it going to be that same thing where it's like they were standing on fucking a a box of glass with water inside and with a rope around their neck and then they stomped too hard and then they died no (laughs) okay thank god because that's so dumb um it
0: was was it a fish tank
2: was the glass a fish tank
1: yes it absolutely is damn it trevor you you fucking swept the board
2: I mean, that's... we could we could do a fourth one because trevor was so fast at these okay, like. yeah
1: let, let's 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 give him one more again
0: wait hold on how did they die uh, all i said is they were a fish tank
2: there was fish they were fish oh they're the bodies you said two were bodies. fish yeah oh wow i'm sorry so good, I, didn't I thought even you got that, far. that.
0: <laughs> all right
1: maybe we shouldn't do a fourth one because trevor didn't get that so
0: quick <laughs> i should be a detective
2: Oh yeah, man! You just need to smoke more weed. <laughs> All right, so here's. This is gonna be the last one. Uh, a man pushes his car in front of a hotel, saying, "I finally got out, but I'm broke. What happened?" He he was
1: in he was in he was in jail, and he doesn't have a credit history.
0: No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. He pushes pushes his car up to a a hotel. He says,
2: "I, I'm broke, but I'm out." Uh, no, I broke and I'm out. Was he in like Tron, like the Tron world?
1: <laughs> I
2: don't think any of these have to do with Tron. Or, or any no. video
1: game world, like I, I would even consider reboot.
2: Hmm.
1: Y'all remember? No. Y'all remember reboot?
2: Yeah, I actually read the plot synopsis for all of reboot on Wikipedia the other day. <laughs> oh my
1: god! I just watched the the um the pilot the other day that is a tough half hour i'm sure <laughs> i mean it is it's such a great concept but it's so it's it's honestly it's cgi in 1991 it
0: is rough. um, um was this person in jail no
1: i'm broke and i'm out did you actually see the word person
2: i said a man
1: <laughs> all right
2: a, a man a man pu- a man pushes his car in front of a hotel And says, "I'm broke and I'm out." What happened?
1: Well, the hotel's got to be pretty significant, or else you just would say a a building or anything like that. Oh my God, I'm stumping like crazy on all these.
2: Does Does, okay? We remind you guys again: you're supposed to be answering, asking simple yes (laughs) or no questions, not just guessing. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I know, I know that that's what you said, but
0: here's what I think happened. If, no, like if,
1: if if guessing gets rid of a, a chance to ask a question anyway, should it hold the same weight? Does um Sh- should it should it
0: be the same? Does broke way? refer to money?
1: Yes. <laughs> Damn it, Trevor! That was our we have, That was one of our guesses.
0: I mean, it could be like broken. Like if you're saying, I'm broken. Yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't be pushing a car. So what? The 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 last one was fish. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. Who the fuck's that
1: detective? Right. Fish the crap? dead fish detective. <laughs> oh my
2: god. Who killed Nemo? Are all
0: mom? the windows on the car intact?
2: Yes, all of the windows in the car are solid.
1: I, I'm I'm done guessing for this game. I'm I'm never gonna get it. Unless I have some revelatory piece that I that I think of, I'm I am muting my mic because I just want to see Trevor do his wisdom.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see, let's see. I'm broke, but I'm out. He's pushing it in front of a hotel. Um, I'm broke
2: and I'm out. Broke
0: and I'm out. Is he leaving the hotel? No. Oh. Oh.
2: Nope. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to explain any Wait, more of he... that. That was a.
0: Is Dumb he trying thing. to get a room at the hotel?
2: He he has to stay at the hotel. You
1: didn't say that, Tom, earlier. I feel like you <laughs> left out an important piece of wisdom.
2: That's what the
0: yes or oh, no question is. the whole for point Tom. of this game. This is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is
2: killing me. I'm going to start making Jeopardy sounds soon, you guys.
0: Was the person in prison?
2: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not, Fuck, not, no, no, no. No God damn it!
1: Oh, we should have never done this fourth one. <laughs>
2: no, uh, is not that is not part of the this to, the, the person no. was in prison
0: or not? I'm wait. What are we trying to solve? What like is this just like? Is the answer just the guy's car broke it down and he also doesn't have any money? <laughs> oh,
2: the, the what what is the situation that has like put oh, him into so this? So is it that? Like, no. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Oh, is it that first scene in the show Eureka? When his car breaks down?
2: When he passes himself on the road and they yeah, don't talk about it for five seasons. Yeah, and then they <laughs>
1: then they just briefly brush back and between that time they go back to World War Two and they don't Oh never
0: mind. Um I'm I'm fucking Yeah, I'm at a loss on this. this
2: one. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh he is playing Monopoly. Oh God damn it! Fuck <laughs> off, Tommy, piece <laughs> of shit.
1: Ah, <laughs> you're. That's.
0: Oh, that's awful. All right. Little... All right. Um. Want to uh? We jump into the multimedia minute.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Um, for those of you just joining in, never listened to a show. Multimedia minute is just a brief bit of time where we get to sit down with each other and figure out what we've been watching playing reading or listening to um trevor why don't you kick us off
0: yeah uh i've been watching um f is for family uh it's bill burr's show uh it's about a family in the 50s and it's loosely based around his life um but the main character is the dad in the family and it's just like it does a really good job of like pointing out all the crazy shit that like living in the fifties was like, there's a lot of like issues with like, you know, how little respect women were getting and stuff like that. Um, And it addresses them all really well. And it's all like, it's, it leads into like touching moments, but all of a sudden there's a huge joke.
1: Nice. Now I tried, I tried watching that. I got through like halfway through the first episode I was like, it's just people yelling at each other. I was like, it wasn't <laughs> what I was like, kind of looking for.
2: I uh, I've thought about watching it a couple times, but it felt to me like um, somebody was like, what if we took that TV show All in the Family uh, with the the famously racist character and just like made it front and center and explicit, as opposed to <laughs> like a thing that people commented on fifty years later.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of like. I mean, it it takes place in the fifties, so it's yeah. It's that's what something it was like I don't. Then. Um,
1: yeah, that's something I don't really think I I knew coming into it. I thought it was just gonna be like like Family Guy, I guess, just with a really piece of shit family, and like in, in in the now time. So it just made me sad because it was <laughs> it it was too real. It is. Um, it
0: is fairly real. It's not just humor. It's like like the family is like struggling, like right. You know, they're a lower middle class family, and realizing that it does
1: take place in the
0: fifties. I'm pretty sure the fifties.
1: I I don't know why, because I'm not a fucking time traveler. Um, It it makes me feel better about the show.
2: Well, I I think that there's part of the difference there for me is that like if you're looking back on the the problems of the 50s and making commentary on it yeah as opposed to just having shitty people today mm. like yeah. even if you're making fun of shitty people today you're still giving them a platform but you can't like give a platform to well i mean i guess you could but like it it's a lot easier to look at something that's 70 years old with some more distance that being said, though, I think you still have to be careful about walking the line between uh, what is satire and what is making fun of terrible things and what is just like blatantly depicting terrible things.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Shit.
2: Yeah, I have no
0: idea anywhere on that line where this would fall. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you, Tom, you're really outsmarting the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> You're being all thoughtful and educated. <laughs> I was trying to
0: just come in here like I watched this cartoon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Bilber, I know him. I know. I, I know. I know his bald little head. Um, Tom, what's been on? Uh, what's been lifting your spirits? Yeah. Uh,
2: or, or so, or,
1: or or downing them apparently.
2: <laughs> no, I um, I recently um went back and started rewatching Psych. Uh, the the show from like 2006 about the the fake psychic detective which coincidentally ran at the same time as the mentalist the (laughs) serious show about the fake (laughs) psychic detective (laughs) and it's it's been really good like i mean it's it's funny it's goofy whatever and it's a bit nostalgic for me um but not to get too serious here all of a sudden but like it's been interesting to see how like in the 14 years or less since these episodes aired, like how the things that are depicted on TV has shifted yeah. mostly for the better. But like, uh, all in all, it's like, it's funny. It's goofy. Um, I made this comment earlier, but the fact that like, you know, he's this, he's supposed to be this phenomenal detective, but a lot of the time I feel like he's just doing like basic police work. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, we f- we found a dead body in the wall. It's like, wait, but what if it was put there when the building was built? <laughs> like like as opposed to our original theory that like someone killed, like committed a murder and then also knows how to busted plaster. down a piece of drywall. Like
1: <laughs> now I think I tried watching that. and I only got a few episodes in. Um and having knowing exactly what you just said, I think that was a big turnoff for me because it was just so what I thought was unintentionally corny, um, but it might actually be sort of leaning into what their whole gist is about. Um, also, uh, does it get better? Like, like is, is there sort of um, a growing pains age with, or a growing pains stage with this, where, like, after halfway through the first season, it does improve
2: i think so i think that part of it is the first couple episodes they're like really trying to they're dealing with this like idea of like okay there's this guy who is hyper observant and is goofy and is pretending to be a psychic and the police department is trying to figure out how they feel about that but a couple episodes into the first season they get to the point where like we know what the the premise of the show is we don't need to keep explaining like that (laughs) there's this dichotomy here like we can just like have these weird murder mysteries. And then I feel like in the middle of the show, the like that it still stays good, but like the direction it goes dips because it ends up being a lot more about like character development and interaction as opposed to straight, like solve this bizarre mystery yeah. or the mysteries will get weirder too. It'll feel, it feels like they jump the shark a little yeah. bit.
1: Well, I, I feel like that is a common sort of trope in, in crime TV, especially where first season, you learn about the characters. It's a one-off for every episode. Yeah. Um, they do get weirder, but it's basically there's no inter, there's no like lingering, lingering plot. Um, and then, I, I'm I'm kind of using because it's reminding me a lot of it. I Zombie on Netflix is um sort mm-hmm. of like the same what what I feel is the same gist of a show where that would happen. And then the second season comes in, and then the second season has like their first interseasonal conflicts or, or, or like yeah. you know it, it 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 stretches throughout the entire season and then season finale they they kill the dude or whatever and then they do like their next problem um, but then every once in a while they do have like a nothing episode where it's just like a, a one-off to bring the watchers back to what they're used to
2: I think that there's like neither one is better than the other but they provide much different um, viewing experiences. Like with a one-off, I feel like I can be a little bit more like zoned out while I watch it. Yeah, oh, as yeah. opposed to having to be like, okay, what what do I remember from the last episode? Like, what is the relationship between these two characters, and how is it developed? And like, where where are they in their like romantic subplot? And um, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty good show. I recommend it. Nice. Yeah,
1: I I guess which is why it's like. Um, uh, uh, playing with that sort of balance of one-off and season-long plot is you, you gotta you gotta you gotta find that line and you gotta sort of you gotta you gotta play with it pretty pretty carefully. Uh, that's actually something that Bones did not do. <laughs> um, like past the third or fourth season, was they got too much in just season-long plot, even series-long plot, where they were assuming that people. Who were watching it had watched every other episode since then. I feel like that was their ultimate downfall. Also, it's fucking Bones. I don't know why I'm just trying to give this essay on Bones.
0: <laughs> you talk about Bones well, I t- I a feel lot. Like I don't know if you realize this. <laughs> I think you've mentioned it in every episode of the podcast so far. (laughs) It's honestly, it's
1: just a fucking funny thing to talk about. Bones. It's just bones. It's like three people actually have feelings in that entire show, and it's not the three people. It's like three of the most secondary people. The main (laughs) character is just a wall made out of granite, and it's, I don't understand how it's just been like a popular show. Like, not anymore, but back then. (laughs)
2: It ran for more seasons than there were books to base them off of.
1: Oh, the fucking Game of Thrones scenario.
2: That, like, they... Not not even, like, that they weren't written. The author had finished the series, and they were like, okay, there's <laughs> f- these five books. We're gonna we're gonna do, like, five seasons. And they were like, okay, season six. Winging it. And then they did, like, four more seasons after that. I'm pretty
1: sure... I, I haven't, like, really dug down, but I want to say the reasons or um, how people killed people in the later seasons was definitely like, all right, how, how did this person die in S2, E3? Like, no one's going to remember that. Let's just use this exact same plot.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the, that's the other thing too, that I think is the problem with like the specific genre of like murder mystery Mm. is that like, so game of Thrones, you get this like thick tome where like so much stuff happens. Yeah. You can make a season of a TV show out of that, but like, an Agatha Christie like who done it. There's only one crime in the entire book. And that's like <laughs> Yeah one which, episode. Which, like <laughs>
1: which is the entire trope of like the modern modern Netflix series, which is like, hey, this entire season is trying to figure out who killed one person or like the uh the, right. um, the, the Twin Peaks sort of trope without as many weird things. I don't know, man. I don't get Twin Peaks. Don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I d I do don't fucking get
2: um if you told me, you were like, hey, they discovered yesterday that Twin Peaks, every single episode was written by somebody bursting into the writer's room and was like, shit, we need an episode 10 minutes ago. Like,
1: Or, or just, <laughs> what was it, the style of The Simpsons uh, through the eyes of South Park, where it's just manatees and like beach balls. That was,
0: uh, that was uh, Family Guy, not The Simpsons. Oh, Family just... Guy, All
1: right. Uh... still it doesn't matter it doesn't it's all the same um so yeah i what i've been into lately i briefly want to touch on the two albums i listened to at work today which i love and i love coming back to them um one is michael kiwanuka's uh i guess self-titled album it's called kiwanuka came out last year um really fucking great very soulful very uh, I, I guess I would say R&B also it has much of that 60s vibe that I love um, rough I, I discovered it last year based on listening to all of Rough Trade's um, 100 albums of the of 2019 um, so I recommend you guys listen to that another one is uh, Gregory Allen Isakoff and the Colorado Symphony Orchestra which is one of my favorite yeah. albums of all time um, if, if you like anything cinematic-sounding, theatrical, a super huge buildup of a massive sound gets your goosebumps going, I recommend that as well. Um, what I really wanted to talk to, about, talk to you guys about is I played, for the first time ever, I played about eight hours of Bioshock last night. Um, okay. Yeah, which is also, it, it's a great game for people who love books. Which is not something you can really uh, deliver. Um, it got the Spike TV Game of the Year in two thousand and seven. Ah, jeez, is that, is that good? Is that a coveted award? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's good anymore. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, a huge um, sort of. I, I don't want to say alternate or parallel reality of it, but it's a very um, key narrative of Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. And a lot of the same themes are like like running through. it super uh, super transparently. Um, yeah. It, it's it's the first half of the game is great. Um, they have this weird twists which I think would have been much better at the ends because now I'm just I feel like I'm just playing extra levels after it. Um, but you get the twist, and you're still playing the game for some reason. And that's where I kind of, I'm not liking it as much because I feel like it's much more of a gun run. Rather, it is just super heavy story. Um, and also, with the second part, it's a gun run. I'm finding like no ammo on the ground and I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Bioshock. Uh, Tom, have you played it?
2: Uh, I have not played the first one. I did play Bioshock Infinite, which was the third one. And is a separate, like, title in the series. It's not a direct sequel. Mm. Um, that is, um, it also has a lot of very similar allegories. Uh, but instead, you are a, like a, um, a wanted criminal in a flying city. Huh. You know, it feels very like parallel universe Earth. I think it t- yeah. I think it takes place in like 1910. Like, um,
1: yeah, I I think that the the first Bioshock. Uh, if i were to take a stab it's either the 30s to the 50s somewhere in there yeah but a lot of the game is it has a lot of
2: retro futurism
1: yeah it's like a weird mix of um uh art deco and like brutalism or something like that um so yeah uh you guys want to touch on anything else you forgot briefly or are you good
0: i'm
2: good cool i mean i um, could find other stuff to talk about but oh, I, don't I could do that. that i could do this for
1: years um so let's say we take a quick two minute and we'll be right back
2: So, I don't know if you know this, but my my girlfriend Allison, who lived with Trevor and I in Chicago, mm. um, is doing a PhD in communication and rhetoric right now. Oh, okay. And, you know, we've, and we also went to uh, our master's program together at the Center for Cartoon Studies. So, like, the entire time we've known each other, part of, like, what we've done is analyze media. Shit. So, you know, I was I was talking earlier about, like, listening to these podcasts that, like, talk about this really niche stuff not that video games is niche particularly but like you know coming out of a podcast with more appreciation for a thing that i'm already interested in because oh, yeah. someone has like been able to point out to me some like subtlety and some minutia that like supports or adds to like a thing that i already was going to enjoy mm-hmm. um plus like you know now that you you're thinking about these like ayn rand things like going through, you can... I don't know if, how much of Atlas Shrugged you've actually read, but...
1: Oh, not a lot. And what I did was, like, in eighth grade. like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, it really, like, reignited, like, these weird sort of subliminal or subconscious, um, you know, hidden hidden themes I, I thought I forgot about. So we've been super insightful so far. It, it's It's been awesome to talk about, at the very least. I hope it's been equally as awesome to uh listen to uh yeah
0: let's uh let's go into um craigslist price is right
2: i can uh, i can get it off um so this is this one is not super weird um but i did i was amused by it uh this was found on etsy so it, it is a T-shirt. Uh it says, I'm two dies. Uh <laughs> written in a font that is very similar to a this, the signature for Walt Disney. Uh then with the number two, and then with uh Mickey Mouse ears, um with Mickey's pants cutting the, the Mickey uh in half. Uh so that like uh instead of it just being a silhouette of Mickey's head, like it's also wearing pants.
1: It's just basically a Mickey Kirby with pants.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then um, it has uh, a name underneath it, which I assume would be changed based on, like, the name of the child that you're buying it for. So so first off, let's point out that it is huge copyright infringement. It is <laughs> not being sold by the Disney Corporation. I also think that... Uh, so I think it's supposed to say, I'm Toodles." I don't know what that means uh, But the word two And Dulls There are two different colors So, And the L looks like an I So it looks like I'm two dies
0: uh,
2: And then there's the number two With the Mickey symbol next to it But because the Mickey symbol reads to me as a zero It says 20 Wait, I, Can you
1: hold that up again? Yes I'm Oh my Dude. god That from someone who's um who's made custom shirts online for about two weeks, this is a disaster of a shirt.
2: I yeah, yeah. Uh, there are this according according to Etsy, it has five stars. No, and not uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah. and has sold five thousand nine hundred and ninety-two copies.
1: See, this is why I've never sold a shirt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the and the description is. Mickey Mouse birthday shirt, Disney birthday, I'm Toodles birthday, <laughs> Mickey Mouse party, Mickey Mouse t-shirt, Mickey Mouse shirt, Mickey birthday.
1: Okay, I take these. I take this back. These guys are geniuses. They're making a lot of money. Yeah, infringing on copyrights. Um, <laughs>
2: For this, twenty three ninety nine. Twenty three ninety nine. All right, Trevor, See, what do you got? I like the
0: area that that's in, but I think uh, since they're going to have to. Pay off a few lawsuits to Disney. They're gonna bump it up. I'm gonna go twenty five.
1: You know, okay. I'll just say twenty four just to make it round.
2: All right. I mean, Price is Right allows for change, I, I believe. But um, you're you're both like I think in the right ballpark for adult sized T-shirts. But because this is a child's shirt, oh. 13 cents uh, thirteen dollars. Thirteen
0: dollars. I'm gonna change mine One too. Three. I'm gonna to go. I'm gonna go fifteen.
2: Fuck you, All right, Trevor-y. what? It's six sixteen ninety five. Oh. Uh. So, so Trevor is the winner. Nailed it. Well After kind of. after yeah, a second well, guess. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. So this is changing the uh, the topic wildly. Uh, this next one is a sterling silver necklace with a uh, painted black oval uh, interior and four human teeth uh, placed around the oval uh, to make it look like an open mouth.
1: Nice, one of each. Oh, Oh, so you mean eight human teeth.
2: Yes. And those are real teeth? Four on the top, four on the bottom. Those are real human teeth.
0: Not gonna lie, I really fucking like that. Honestly, like the way that they've done it is decent. That's That's
2: very nice.
1: However... Does it, okay, does it say handmade anywhere?
2: It does say handmade.
1: $250. Wow,
0: okay. Um, or 65 Does it say anywhere uh, where they got the teeth? Uh, and, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I, and don't I, believe... I, that so is a very the, big, the item details... Uh, bearing on what the price is if they're like if they're smuggling these teeth there's a there's a price to that but if they're like you know teeth waivers have been signed uh... <laughs> I,
1: I, I got beaten up on my way out of a Lowe's showcase theaters these are my own teeth enjoy only one was made
2: <laughs> so it the item details is handmade the description is, Eight pearly whites bite through the center of this silver setting. And the number
1: one
2: one comment is great quality. The box it came in was adorable. The person I gave it to loved it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I was given that, Oh man, I don't know if I'd actually wear it, but I'd like frame. If you can frame a necklace, I would frame that necklace. I would love that. I'm I'm
2: really Oh, and it looks like the box that comes in is a coffin. It's wow. a tiny coffin. Are
1: they are they single? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I think I'm gonna go I feel like it has to be up there but definitely less than whatever Noel said, two hundred something.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay firm at two fifty.
0: Two fifty. Two fifty. I'm I'm leaning more in the like Sixty, I'll
2: go sixty even.
1: Yeah, that was my other 60. thought. It was be around that, but I'm I'm still at two fifty.
2: Thirty-seven dollars exactly.
1: Wow!
0: <laughs> I feel like human body parts should be more expensive.
1: Hey guys, spoiler <laughs> alert! They have a lot of teeth on hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just trying to get rid of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck. They, yeah, they do have a picture here of three of them. Side by side. (laughs) Why do they have that many teeth? So not only are they able to make more. they (laughs)
1: And honestly, they're the same teeth. It's from different people.
2: None of those are molars. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, uh, $37 for the Toothy Void Necklace. (laughs) Toothy Uh, Void. So I think uh, that one goes to me again there, Noel.
0: I'm up 2-0 on you.
2: All right, so this is my last one. Admittedly, so here I was going, I was looking for weird stuff again, but I think that this is, this one isn't so weird, but I think it's a good one. Um, I went into art collage uh, and the search term I used was nude. Uh, (laughs) But the piece that I found that was in that categorization was sports. American, (laughs) art, American football, uh, print, embellished not framed to be shipped (laughs) rolled in secure tube uh the item details are handmade materials paper and canvas uh print embellished on high quality canvas slash original drawing illustration painting mixed media ink oil pastel acrylic computer (laughs) (laughs) again just trying to get like Absolutely every word that everything. somebody might search by. Yeah,
1: is there any way we can see it?
2: <laughs> yes. All right. Is that uh, this is? Is
1: that it's, Steve Young? Because it's not Joe Montana.
0: Nah, Steve Young was.
2: It's number eleven. Um, oh, is that? But,
1: Jimmy Garoppolo?
2: That might be. That might uh, be Jimmy looks G. Like San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> yeah,
1: San- Okay. If any, any, any of this out there uh, listening. Um, uh, feel free to email us uh, under the subject heading Hey Sports Dumbasses at Hello at TheNeverGames.com. Uh, number 11, San Francisco 49ers. I gotta say, that's Jimmy G.
0: I feel like he's number 10.
2: Alex Smith. It's Alex Smith.
1: Oh my god, 2006 ish, probably.
2: So, what I can t- also tell you about this this is not in the description, but this is a photo that has been put through several Photoshop filters uh, and has been printed as staples uh, on thick paper. Uh, It is, it is not a collage. It is not a painting. It is not mixed media. It is not nude. It is one, it is 100%. Yeah. That's (laughs) where where my
1: mind was going. Is it nude?
2: It is not nude. Uh, Uh, I mean, you can see the skin of his hands and his cheeks. Uh, What
1: about his dick?
2: (laughs) Um, Although this was in the collage nudes uh, category, it is neither collage nor nude. Uh, how big was this? Thirty by forty inches. That's, that's massive. pretty
1: big. Uh, yeah, that's that's more than a standard uh, standard poster. Thirty yeah. by forty. That's a weird fucking dimension. Yeah. Holy shit!
2: I I bet you money that it's very similar to a traditional uh, TV photo or like proportions.
0: Uh, I'm going to – thirty by forty. That's pretty big, but no frame. Uh, one hundred percent fake. One hundred percent fake.
2: <laughs> they put no
0: effort into this. Uh,
1: thirty-five.
2: Thirty-five dollars. Yeah. Okay. You see, no.
1: Yeah, I. Um, I don't think that this person is going to work hard for something that they really really want which is money um so i am going to say this is overly priced at trevor what did you say
0: i said
2: 35
1: i would say hmm. it is 80 no not 85 dollars 70 dollars
2: 70 dollars no four hundred dollars oh, then yes what?
1: yeah i say that <laughs>
2: <laughs> what yeah wait I, yes. I knew
1: that was the case. It was someone doing little work for as much money as humanly possible. I just super lowballed it.
2: <laughs> See, I think that they're—you the, know—they're definitely banking on whoever buys this thinking they're buying an original painting.
1: I fucking uh, love Alex Smith. Uh,
2: <laughs> that uh, well, you know, sure. I, I've seen this in the past, like where it'll be like get this painting, and then I'll be like, there's no brushstrokes. It's completely flat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's two to one. Uh, Noel, do you want to go next, or should I?
1: I'll go next. Yeah, I'll go yeah. next. Uh, all right, all yeah. right. So I, I've been digging into... I don't think I can use the word regretsy anymore, because I feel like that it's is... I've done some research, and that might be trademarks, but <laughs> I will try and go from, high, uh, from lowest to highest. Um, these are all fairly big-ticket options, this first one, I must give a shout-out to uh, the store called Terrible Origami, which is my new favorite thing. <laughs> I was looking at it for hours today. Um, I will I will post the picture in the chat uh, after I describe it. It is called a fortune cookie accordion. Only one available, rare find, handmade. A squiggly button accordion design based on the real thing. Fortune on the paper says, a small lucky package is on its way to you soon. <laughs> lucky number 7, 9, 13, 14, 20, 25. Terribly made. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, for, for any of you listening out there, it is just a fortune cookie fortune uh, folded into zigzags and... This might be the greatest, one of the greatest images I've seen in a while, and I have to post it to the chat.
2: So my my question about this specific item? Yeah, shoot. Is does it? I feel like it loses some of the value that you know what the fortune you're buying is. Like (laughs) no, it's
1: about origami. It's not about the it's not about the symbolism on it. That's just an added bonus. And here you can see a Y. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I must ask you guys, what is a tiny little bit of piece of paper going for on Etsy? Wow. And uh a little bit of a hint, it is uh it is still on sale.
0: <laughs> really, nobody bought that. This uh, is literally no, just I'm trying to figure the fortune what? folded four times.
1: Yeah. They
0: didn't way. even
2: take the time to make it into a football yeah. or anything. No, like
0: it's, it's an
1: accordion, guys. They they made it right. You're just asking way too much. Uh, ready to ship in one to two business days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Guys, uh, honestly, I, I want another shout out to Terrible Origami. This vendor <laughs> is blowing up right now. <laughs> i All right, I'm did my gonna entire, go... I almost did my entire bet on just things from their website.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say three dollars.
1: Three dollars, Tom. What you got?
2: I'm. I'm gonna say forty-five.
1: Forty-five. Y'all are both wrong, but Tom wins. It what? goes for ninety-six dollars.
0: <laughs> 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 oh my god! I love these oh guys my so god. Much. Has any Does it say whether any have sold?
1: Uh no, but um, all of their works are one of a kind, and all of them are <laughs> equally as bad. And some of them have sold. They actually have forty-one sales. Um, <laughs> however, they did just release a T-shirt that is sort of clogging up the market. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> another one. Just briefly go- going through the list is a lens cleaner ice cube, and that's just a lens cleaner. Um, being folded into a square going for $88. Um, another, <laughs> another one is um, a Paper Snow, which is just shredded paper into a ball. And that's going for $125. Oh, and each of these I, I feel like is super important. The cost to ship is $5. <laughs> so there it is. Terrible origami. Oh my God. You know them, you love them. They're the greatest thing I have found the entire week. Um, oh, also based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So help them out. Um, all right. Next round, we are going to... Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one is, is, is done by uh, Studios Art Akimbo with 4,600 sales so far. Uh, the, the issue or the listing is Worm Baby Caterpillar Baby Head Oddity. Uh, almost gone. Oh uh, this, this is a great start. Yeah. Almost gone. There is one left. Handmade. Sweet little crawling worm baby figuring figurine vermin fella to bring you glow to your heart and a, and warm a corner of your home or darken a warm corner as necessary. Uh, what? <laughs> Cast from my original sculpture in sturdy urethane resin, airbrush, a lovely mint green with an oh-so-subtle pink blush to those cheeks. I've... (laughs) And this is where this listen gets off the rails. I've included a photo of Emily Dickinson posing with the inspiration for her unpublished poem, Nobody Knows This Little Worm Baby. (laughs) It's Uh honestly, it's it's another thing that's like kind of terrifying. It's like 40% terrifying, 60% uh comforting. I I I I might like I'm pretty interested in this as as well.
0: This thing looks awful. <laughs> it's like it's like an inchworm sculpture, but then instead of a head, it has like the head of a baby doll, but then on top of the head of the baby doll there's a random horn and then they like
2: yeah. made from hair. The hair has been like twisted is it like points I up? Guess. Also, I'll, it's, I'll it's like the hair of the baby from uh, the Incredibles. Just yeah, like, but it's like, um, Jack, Jack. but there's no texture and then, to it. It's like it's
0: just sticking up, so it looks almost yeah, and then that's, more like a that's, horn.
1: That's the picture of Emily Dickinson <laughs> with um, with it uh, describing her. Okay, and I gotta say, guys, an unpublished piece <laughs> of poetry I feel like can be anything i don't know a lot about that's words. a that's a
2: really metaphysical question you got there <laughs> yeah. no oh this is great that is a. <laughs> yeah, that it's, is, it's just hanging out it's a poorly done photoshop for those of you listening at home <laughs> oh, no, of, it's, it's super poorly done uh of emily dickinson old-timey photo with new photo of this terrifying worm baby all right so
1: uh, once again um I'm going from ho- lowest to highest, so I don't remember the last one that I gave you. I think it was 96. 90-something, 90 yeah. Yeah. It's higher than that.
2: Oh, God. All right, so it's resin cast, hand airbrushed, with at least two colors. I'm going to say $350. Oh, okay.
0: Tom sounds like he knows what he's talking about, <laughs> but I'm going to take a wild swing here and say 150
1: Oh, no. I'm going to have to do some math. All right. Someone else can do the math. It is
0: $243.
2: So, it's yeah. Fi- so I I'm a hundred often.
0: And you said how much Tom? Three fifty.
2: Three fifty. So we're, you, you, you it's... win by like four cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. I knew that was going to happen. All right. The last, uh, and probably my favorite, uh, listing so far today is oh, and just a hint, um, 243 is the minimum. It is a 36-foot oh. RC Zeppelin giant advertising radio control blimp, plus <laughs> on-site training for one day. <laughs> this is an 11-meter or 36-foot professional RC blimp used for science research, emergency help, work on construction, construction. Sh- jesus christ construction sites river projects plus two okay so it says plus two days on-site training but the title says one day i'm not really sure what it is <laughs> um it's a that big... makes a big difference it's... to me <laughs> it really is i don't know man it, it is a big ass motherfucking blimp
2: now trevor how often did your dad when he was uh a contractor use a blimp on site uh, uh <laughs> construction,
1: if you're an interior contractor, you can't use this inside. <laughs> this this My needs aunt, its own hangar.
0: It's <laughs> pretty fucking huge. Um, it's
1: honestly, I I don't know if I'm the only one, but whenever I hear something in any form of feet under a hundred feet, I feel like it's just tiny. Like whenever I look at like highway overpasses and say and it says that warning for trucks, it says oh, 10 feet. I'd be like wow, that's, there's no way that's ten feet. That's way too high. And then I see this. That's thirty six fucking feet.
2: It. That's a house. This picture. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> it looks like this picture was taken in like two thousand two. Something about the way that all the people are dressed in like. The low yeah. quality of it, I, I don't know why. I feel like this picture is not an accurate representation of what the blimp looks like now. All right, what about that the, one? The
1: quality of the photo as this well one's got feels a little, bit, a little uh, bit more of per- personalization to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the yellow text. <laughs> yeah. just says
1: your logo here <laughs> but so
0: the blimp has a logo on it and then in the picture the blimp but they took a picture take, of has a logo you, on you, it
1: yeah you you can take it off yeah <laughs> apparently <your> logo there.
0: <laughs> are they selling um, uh, SM- it's like multiple blimps do they sell like is this a blimp company
1: Uh, I'm assuming so the store is called air ads store
2: I was going to say cuz I don't think oh, these are the same two oh, blimps. No, nah, it's mostly dollhouses.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, the first thing I saw is dollhouse window, dollhouse door, dollhouse um uh uh coat rack, dollhouse jug of milk. What the hell? Dollhouse paintings. Dollhouse paintings? Not paintings of dollhouses but but uh a scale-sized dollhouse masterpiece paintings. And so the, what this feels like to me now and then a blimp there it is is
2: the the third honey i shrunk the kids movie so you know you got honey i shrunk the kids honey i shrunk the kids again and then a the third one honey i blew up the kids which is much different than what it sounds like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like tiny stuff tiny stuff tiny stuff big thing big big thing <laughs> uh i'm gonna say ten thousand dollars okay wow okay ten thousand dollars for this blimp and t- one or possibly two days of on-site training yeah okay it's really dicey about that that on-site
1: training is valuable it is because it's a fucking blimp <laughs> It's a blimp the size of a, a city block 30 feet <laughs> Guys, Uh, I need to figure out what a foot is. (laughs) I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna say uh seven hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Tom, you're correct. And it goes for eleven thousand eight hundred and forty dollars. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot, man. (laughs) It's the scaling. I mean one dollhouse door costs eight dollars and sixty cents. <laughs> so, just by law of you know scales, uh, you know it's it's going to be a lot. Uh, and and that has been my and that has been my Craigslist Etsy figure it out.
2: <laughs> all right. So, but clarification on how this works: are these separate <coughs> rounds, or are we tallying up our points for all three of us? So, like right now, Trevor has. 3 right and I have 2 right and Noel has 1. I have 1, yeah. I think yeah, let's just do it that way. Sure. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. See. Okay. All right. So Trevor's Trevor's hit the max at 3. Yeah. Uh, cuz he's he can't get any of these.
0: So, for my Craigslist this week, I I went to Craigslist in New York City and I looked for services. And uh, okay. I've got 3 of them here. I'm looking at them now and I realized that only one of them is actually a service. Technically, two of them are things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with the one actual service. And the headline is, I will write your English paper.
1: Oh, one of those. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's, uh, it says, I am an honors student, a senior, and an English major with a 3.95 GPA in English. I recently run an okay. award for my best per- for best performance by a student in the entire major. I will write your paper, cite it properly, etc. Uh, let's see. Expertise is English and American poetry. Pitch me your project at least two days in advance. Although I occasionally do papers the next day for a higher rate. Basically, this is a, a a high quality English student willing to write your English paper for you, and the price is. Uh, per
2: double spaced page, so. Wow.
0: So I want to I want
2: to point in a couple things about this. Yeah, I I,
1: I gotta kind of do the same thing after Tom. Okay. Uh, a they
2: they specified their GPA in English. They don't want the rest <laughs> of their grades pulling it down. Yeah. Uh. Two days prior. To cheat, like you, you're not even. It's not even like. Yeah. You know, he's not like, hey, if you're gonna cheat with me think about it in advance it yeah. a weeks notice. <laughs> uh, but also doesn't have a page limit. So you could like be like, hey, I have a 22 page paper that's due <laughs> in yeah. 2 days. Yeah,
1: retype the odyssey for me, thank you. <laughs> now, okay, so I'm my my issues are basically w- exactly what Tom raised. Um, the the GPA I was more after, hey, if <laughs> if I can get one quick job, I'm gonna say my GPA is whatever the highest is minus one for anything. <laughs> like if if you yeah. want if you want me to splice a gene for your 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 science lab, <laughs> I have a 3.9 GPA in science, all all, of them, all <laughs> sciences. Um, and 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 he the, he um, does
0: say yeah. um. I write quickly and well. I can also do papers for other subjects, media studies, sociology, etc.
2: Yeah. But so. he doesn't talk about that. Those GPAs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he has, he has a different uh, Craigslist post for each of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, going to, so we're yeah. looking for price per page. Yes. Is what you're. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I got, I got one. Tom, do you got one?
2: Uh, I think so. All right. Noel, do you want to go first?
1: Sure. Uh, 25 bucks.
2: All right. I'm. I'm gonna say ten dollars per page because ten page paper. That's a hundred dollars, and also you're looking for like broke and probably stupid college students. To pay yeah, you.
1: except I was thinking more in the terms of this is sort of um. Y'all watched Pulp Fiction.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: He, this guy is the wolf. <laughs> so when 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 you need something done done right and done quickly,
2: <laughs> you got to pay those extra little bones. You you you're saying you you uh you wake up hungover yeah. on on uh Monday morning. Yeah. And you realize that you have a paper due on Wednesday, yeah. four page paper. Yeah. You're you're willing to shell out
1: $100. No, I'm not, but I'm saying the person who is willing to Probably should have done this for my English two class since that's <laughs> how I, how I dropped out of college. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but th- this is like that one that one paper that's a make it or break a paper. They they're going to pay some money.
0: Okay. All right. So we got uh, Tom has ten dollars and Noel has twenty five per page. Yeah. Actual yes. Craigslist price is fifteen dollars per page. Uh. That. Wait. Gives it to Tom. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs>
1: Math wasn't my major either. <laughs>
0: Moving on. Um, this next one, it is technically a thing, but they posted it in services. I don't know why. Uh, the title is, I have a bunch of new cell phone cases that I want to get rid of. Uh, and it, it reads, Hi. I bought a bunch of cell phone cases in bulk from China long time ago for iPhone 7 Plus and 6S, I believe. They are really good-looking. Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, Liquid Glitter, Silicone, Textured Ones. I can show pictures to anyone who's interested. They are somewhat in their original packaging, uh, <laughs> have never been used... I'm basically trying to get rid of them, so if any, anyone is interested, uh, I believe I have more than 25, but I can count for someone who is seriously interested. Please, only serious buyers. Shipping will be paid by you. I will not overcharge on shipping, I will tell you the exact amount.
2: Okay, so we've got someone, bad grammar, yeah. uh, who has, for some reason, bought a whole bunch of illegal uh phone cases <laughs> no. for outdated cell phones.
1: I I think it's the exact opposite. I think he 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 knew the case that he wanted to get. The only way to get it is from Alibaba and you had to get 500 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was perfectly legal, just so just, fucking dumb.
2: He just really wanted that Vegeta cell phone <laughs> case. <laughs> he just also
1: fishing through all of it, it was like nope, 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 Vegeta. Yes!
2: <laughs> <laughs> and also does not know how many he has or for what phone
0: yeah it also it but... says at the bottom here there may also be one case for samsung galaxy if i am recalling correctly <laughs>
2: so okay he... so this,
1: I, I changed my assumption this guy is just refilling the claw machine at game stop
0: yeah, and yeah. Then he's, he's, he's just keeping all the cases yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, so this phone is phone cases.
0: This is possibly more than 25 sold in bulk. Lots of different designs for.
1: Wait, that's the unit number. Is possibly more than 25?
0: The quote is: "I believe I have more than 25 cases, but I can count for someone who is seriously interested." They specify like four times that they only want people who are seriously interested.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, are they looking to sell individual phone cases or the lot?
0: The lot. Just okay. wants to get rid of all of them.
2: I'm gonna say eighty dollars. Um, I'm gonna say a hundred and thirty.
0: Wow, uh, Noel got really close on this one. The actual price is seventy-five.
2: Oh
1: wow!
0: Yeah, that's not bad. There
1: you
0: go. If you're able to sell like three of those. On eBay or something. You could get your money back.
1: Yeah, for
2: your iPhone 7.
0: I mean, people still have them.
2: Yeah, and they need them protected. Yeah. Because those are the people who drop a lot of phones.
0: (laughs) All right, I got one more. Uh, The title on this one is star, 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 arrow, 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 arrow. 95.9% guarantee on smart lotto winnings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! And the post reads 95.9% cash funding through Lotto Want funding to buy or open a new business? Late on rent? Want cash to buy an existing business that's currently for sale? Get instant access to funding to buy a business now Funding options. Oh, no. Quick funding within days. Little upfront payment of X for the lotto ticket. Selling winning lotto ticket numbers to you for sure. 100% wins for the small fee. With my system that I discovered, <laughs> which works perfectly. Know someone who needs cash to buy a business? Send this
2: ad to them now. I Now, is it... Is it a hundred percent? Ninety nine point five percent? Nine
0: point five percent? That's even still very high. for lottery.
2: But see, the hundred percent is what throws me is that if you say ninety nine point five, it's like, well, that sucks. You were part of the point oh five percent like failure. <laughs> but when you say a hundred percent, that means when you come back and you're like, hey, that was a hundred percent guarantee. Yeah, I, do, I don't uh do they say how much the lottery ticket will be a winner for?
0: They do not. They also call it funding. <laughs> Want funding to buy or open a new business? Also, for some reason, only trying to sell it as a way to open a new business.
1: <laughs> I, I don't. I have no idea. I I, I mean, okay, a thousand dollars. I don't. There's there's no way to go about this because it a lot, lot of money, but like funding a new business. Like how how much, how much fucking is that?
2: So here's a thought. One of the things that they had said was that if you need money for rent, so that means that you can't you can't risk the couple hundred dollars you have for like towards rent, like to try and get the rest of rent. You've got no money. <laughs> so I'm gonna say ten bucks.
1: <laughs> okay. Ten bucks for guaranteed
0: right. winning lottery tickets. And Noel, what's your guess?
1: A thousand dollars.
0: Alright, Noel is at a thousand dollars. Actual Craigslist price for winning lottery tickets is thirty dollars.
1: That's so dumb. It... I hate everything about
0: life. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like there can't be enough people out there who would fall for this to make it worth the effort, right?
1: Um where where did you get this from?
0: This is New York City.
1: No, but like Craigslist or Yeah, yeah. Uh are there does it say how many sales they've made?
2: No. Uh, Craigslist doesn't track that. Yeah, e- yeah, Etsy
1: does, which is a good th- I would have loved to yeah. see how many sales that would have had.
0: We can reach out. They left <laughs> a phone number.
1: <laughs> yeah, go for it.
2: All right. Shall we keep chugging on?
0: Yeah, let's uh let's move
2: through. So I I th- I, I want to stop for a sec here and say that I had 4 correct, <laughs> which makes me the winner of this game. <laughs> okay. If anybody Tom. can be called a winner.
1: Tom wins. <laughs>
2: Tom wins.
1: <laughs> Yay, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, ne- next is my game um, called um, Oreo No You Didn't. And you have to guess out of the three uh, Oreo possible flavors, you have to figure out which one is Fake. I will give you two real ones, and you have to figure out the fake one. All right. Number one, sweetest fish Oreos. That is a sweetest fish flavored cream wrapped up in two delectable chocolate wafer cookies. Bubblegum, gum, uh, the exact same. Bubblegum flavored cream wrapped up in two delectable chocolate cookies. Or buttered popcorn flavored cream wrapped up in golden wafer cookies. Which one is the fake one?
2: What was the middle one?
0: What
1: was the middle one? Bubblegum.
2: I'm going to say bubblegum.
0: Yeah. I feel like buttered popcorn
2: sounds reasonable. I feel like Swedish fish could be real as a cross promotional thing between the two companies. Yeah. Yeah, I I But bubblegum is vague. Yeah, I'm going to Like it's not bubble bubblegum.
1: But neither is buttered popcorn or no, that's, that's a company. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yes, you guys are right. Bubblegum is the fake one. Hey! Uh, move, moving on real quickly. Uh, number two. Which one is the fake one? Watermelon, love, or grape?
2: <laughs> mm, all, all between a chocolate wafer? Uh,
1: yes. If if I, if I don't give you any, any other... Um, info assume it's a it's in between a chocolate wafer.
2: Okay,
0: okay. Love sounds like it could be like a Valentine's Day. Yeah. Just a color difference.
2: I don't think Noel's gonna make up love Oreos.
1: (laughs) Come on guys. I can do it, I just haven't found the right person.
0: (laughs) Um (laughs) uh,
2: so watermelon and what was the third one? Uh what
1: was the uh, third one indeed grape. <laughs> grape. <laughs> just grape.
0: I feel like watermelon sounds more realistic than grape. I'm going to I'm going to go grape as the fake. Fake grape? Yeah, I think I agree with Trevor. Oh,
1: fuck, I'm doing bad at this. It is grape.
0: <laughs> uh a little
1: aside because I just have to I have to list the love one um. let's see, where are you? Love Oreo cookies were a limited edition in January 2019, celebrating Valentine's
2: Day. Wait, they were um, limited to January? No, Valentine's <laughs> Day. Oh, oh. <laughs> I
1: didn't even catch that. Fuck. Wow. The, the thing I was really horrified about was... They were with a sweet and tangy pink-flavored cream filling. Uh, All right, moving right along. uh, uh, The third one, uh, since we're going so fast, I do have four altogether, so we might just go through all of them. Um, Number three, which one is the fake one? Limeade, margarita, or key lime pie? You'll notice Uh. a common theme there i was gonna say those are all so similar (laughs) yeah yeah you're you're lucky i didn't say uh the fucking 14 they had for peanut butter
2: uh okay so margarita key lime pie or limeade yes one of those is fake
1: oh this beer is (laughs) good
2: what (laughs) you drinking noel
1: yeah, a little bit of a, a beer sponsorship. This is done by, I don't know what it says. I think it says KDA, a double IPA by Proclamation Ale Company out of Rhode Island. Proclamation, drink it now. <laughs> <laughs> or soon. I don't one of them.
0: So on this one, I'm thinking uh, I would definitely try a key lime pie Oreo. And I would try a margarita Oreo. Limeade sounds a little iffy. I feel like I would so say I'm, no on limeade.
2: I'm also gonna say limeade specifically because uh, key lime pie is a distinct set of flavors. Margarita is a distinct set of flavors, but limeade is just lime, <laughs> like and, and, and sugar
1: and sugar. Yeah, but like yeah, lime and sugar.
2: So like so like that would like a limeade cream filling is just lime cream filling. So, that's that's my thought. That's why Limeade is the... And,
1: and I do have to give a little bit of a spoiler, maybe a hint. Um, all of these three did not describe what kind of cookie they were around.
2: I kind of assume Golden Wafer on Key Lime. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: but I, I've watched enough of The Great British Bake Off where people are willing to dabble with chocolate and lime, and those people should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand chocolate and lime
2: chocolate and orange i can see and then from that
1: vaguely
2: eh, i'm into it Yeah, Um, that's another
1: i feel like that's you're either super into it or you hate it and i'm i'm almost there but not
2: and then i think from that you like you move into other citrus like pretty easily once you've like agreed to chocolate and orange chocolate and bergamot that's that's the one i want to try
1: uh <laughs> all right, Tom, well aside, aside from all the things you want to try with cho- chocolate and yuzu fruit, chocolate and um <laughs> and 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 <laughs> other citrus, what do you think those things are that are fake? Limeade. Limeade. Tom says Limeade. Trevor, what do you have?
0: I, I also say Limeade.
1: Uh, you guys are both incorrect. The fake, uh, flavor is margarita.
0: I don't Hmm.
2: think that's true. Okay. That's fine.
1: Um, fun fact. The only alcoholic, uh, flavor they did do was pina colada.
2: Wow. Not even amaretto.
1: Uh, oh, fuck. That's really good. I don't think so. Let me just do a quick scan. No, no amaretto. Damn dog. You might, you might have something. there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, all right moving right along uh which one is fake out of these three fruit punch cookies and cream hot chicken wing
2: <laughs> i'm not sure if hot chicken wing is so terrible it has to be it or if it's a red herring <laughs> like so hold on read those again <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, they're fucking bullshit, right? Fruit punch, cookies and cream, hot
2: chicken wing. <laughs> so cookies and cream, I think, is a given. Yeah, that's just a yeah. regular Oreo. <laughs> like, uh...
0: <laughs> but then also, doesn't that mean that like they wouldn't have an Oreo flavored Oreo? New Oreos have Oreo cream in the middle.
2: <laughs> No, see, I think that they they would in an attempt to get people to go, Ooh, I like cookies and cream. I'll buy some Oreos for that. <laughs> like, um, Fruit Punch does not sound good, but Chicken Wing sounds much worse. I am going to go with Fruit Punch, though. That's I'm going to so guess nice. that Chicken Wing was like a gag flavor or something like that mm-hmm. during, like, April Fool's or something.
0: Um... You know, just since we're talking about Oreos, there's no chicken wing Oreo. <laughs> hot chicken wing, too? Like, what does uh, that even mean?
1: Yes, hot chicken wing.
0: <laughs> I don't that, know. I, I feel like the wacky mind of Noel would come up with that. So I'm going to say the fake one is hot chicken wing.
1: And I'm sorry, both of you are incorrect. They are all real.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs)
1: Yeah. So Fruit Punch is real. Um, That was was a promotion done by Hawaiian Punch, (laughs) which is just pure garbage. Ew. Um, Hot Chicken Wings was a promotion done by uh, Japan. They also had a wasabi-flavored Oreo. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but th- this is the main reason why I chose to do um, Oreo No You Didn't was Oreo for a specialty actually produced an Oreo-flavored Oreo. <laughs> 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 and that is one of the most baller moves I have ever heard <laughs> in Junk Food Mania. Stay tuned until next week <laughs> until I figure out the thing that can possibly dethrone it. And that has been my game. Oreo, no, you didn't.
0: That's... <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Le- leaving you speechless. <laughs> and
0: uncomfortable. I think, I think Tom and I <laughs> tied on that one, though.
2: We did. We, had, we, we both, both thought... had two right and one wrong and one trick question. Yeah, that yeah. does... That does <laughs>
1: I, I'm giving that a wash. That doesn't count. I just wanted to add those in there because all of those were fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to say I uh, let's see which ones that? okay so watermelon I did put in there I was going to say jelly donut and peanut butter and jelly uh, are both also real and I didn't have an area to put them in um, mostly because it, it wasn't the, the spectrum of Oreo flavors that was lacking it was just my creativity to try and find fake flavors <laughs> I would have gone with
2: Boston cream in a heartbeat. Oh fuck, Tom! You're, that, it you might, might as well exist. own them.
1: I don't think it does. I would have remembered that. That and Amaretto. God, Tom! You're 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 in the wrong area of business, dog. Stop, <laughs> stop making com- comics and start making America's favorite sandwich cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we move on to fake fake promos and and what's its?
0: Yeah. Uh, do you got on this week, Noel?
1: Yeah, um, this is our—actually, I think we've had these guys on the show um, for—this is the third time. Um, Are are you guys tired of being stuck in the house for quarantine? Are you just looking to get outside and just view an inkling of nature? Do you want a twig, a rock, perhaps a berry— maybe something living. Well this uh, episode is brought to you by Nature Box. Nature Box for $30 a month will give you a box of something from nature whether it be a rock twig or berry. This week I or this month I got a, a a just the the fucking the most pissed off owl you have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it is it, it is flying around my house and I can't believe you can't believe you guys haven't heard it through this recording i'm still trying to figure out how to get rid of it but if you <laughs> if you are an outdoorsman like myself uh and want to get back out or at least have you know a a a, a flirt with the outdoors life go to naturebox.com uh nature box, you'll uh enter this code the never games for 20% off uh your first box and it's guaranteed not to have a dead fish inside Trevor, what do you have? <laughs> see, that's that's my new thing. I'm doing I'm doing literal promos. <laughs> Last week I did Squarespace when it's just a house making content or company for just a square thing. See that?
0: See see <laughs> see, see, see see. Proud of you, Noel.
1: Oh, that's thank really
0: you. great. That's really great. Next uh,
1: week is done by Casper, which is just a ghost bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, our our other sponsor this week is Amazon. Uh, dude it is come
1: on (laughs) god damn it
0: Amazon the great big forest is asking for your help because it is disappearing Uh, also another sponsor of today's show is (laughs) Amazon.com we sell books and lots of other things and generally are not a good thing for the forest which we are named after uh, Tom, <laughs> Do you...
1: please tell me you have a plug. Do you get a plug, Tom? <laughs> we
2: really suck at like, ad living ads. Uh, this week's episode of The Never Games is brought to you by the City of Toronto Board of Tourism. Come to Toronto, <laughs> but wear a mask. <laughs> but wear a mask. We don't want anybody getting sick up in here. Use, use the promo code NEVER. Uh, on the City of Toronto <laughs> Tourism Board website, to have one week of quarantine in the city removed from your mandatory stay.
0: <laughs> city of Toronto, right. big Just, fans of the
2: show. Uh, so, so, some quick office
1: work before we wrap up. Uh, don't forget, uh, we do have a website. Go to the dot um, Should have mentioned this earlier in the show, but if you have a game that you would uh, that you'd like or Sorry, if you have a game that you made and you would like for us to play it, email us at hello at the nevergames.com. Be sure to include the phrase of a game in the subject line. If you have any other questions, comments, complaints, recipes to share, or if you want to do our astrology chart, <laughs> astrology. Astrology. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> give, <laughs> give us a holler. I think it's just astronomy. Astrology? <laughs> nah, that's not it. Give us a holler at the, <laughs> hello at the nevergames.com. Um, at the hello at the (laughs) hello at the nevergames.com still trying to figure that out or if you want to do Scorpio rising at the nevergames.com that won't give it to us but feel free to put that in as well Um, we have music in all of our shows all musical bits are done by us Uh, me and Trevor under the name, uh, under the band name, "Good Damn It," Trevor played the guitar, bass, and alto metronome, and I am on the drums. Musical production was done by Trevor and the uh, uh, the other wonderful folks over at Stickerbox Studios. Uh, also, thank you to Stickerbox Studios for producing this podcast and the hundreds of ones we will have for them at the mm-hmm. future. Thank you, thank you again, uh, thank you once again for Tom O'Brien to be our what, what is it the fifth 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 third co-hosts
2: first returning yeah co-host. first returning fifth, this is episode fifth, third
1: six co-host yeah fifth first co-host first returning co-host <laughs> into this episode it has been truly a wonderful time again hanging out with
2: you tom i'm glad that you guys had me back
0: And uh, don't forget to check out uh, Tom's website, TomObrienComics.com, and we will have links to all of his social media on uh, TheNeverGames.com under this episode. All right. And a special thanks again for every one of you listening out there
1: and the great nether and beyonds and thank you for once again for joining us as we help as we help to add a little zing to your aunt's cookout by splashing some of that hot hot red sauce known as podcasts my name and (laughs) my name has been and always will be noel mcginnis
0: and i am trevor kelly at least for now
1: at least for now and this has been the never games do we play games
0: almost Almost never we'll we'll get that at some (laughs) point all right no, there's a delay, so... Oh, fuck, So every time the episode ends and you start saying it, and I just, like, cut my voice into yours, but it's never matching oh, up because you're always like, oh, I'll, I always... I'll almost never.
1: So should I just keep doing... Should I just keep saying that one fell swoop?
0: Yeah, and I'll say it oh, too, and I'll just cut it in over the top. Do,
1: do you want to try that again?
0: Nah. <laughs> it's... now. Nah. It, it... Nah, it's, it's, it's two done.
1: it's two half of sentences. Nah. Alright, well I'm doing I'm doing it anyway. My name and has always my name has Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> my name has been and always will be Noel McInnes.
0: And I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now.
1: At least for now, and this has been the Never Games to Be Play Games.
0: Almost Ooh. never Perfect <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? All right. Thanks for joining again, Tom. Yeah.
1: So, the biggest issue.